Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Mother Rucker podcast. My name is Lizanne and I'm here to chat to you about all things sling every single week. And here we are, episode one, finally. Thank you so, so much for joining me here. I'm so excited. It's unreal. This episode is going to be a solo episode with just me. And then we're going to be alternating every week between episodes with just me and episodes with my guests. When I have guests, I will always start with the guest welcome. And I will invite them to tell us a bit about themselves. So as it's just me today, I thought I would take this opportunity to tell you guys about me so that you can get to know me a bit better before we start on this podcast journey together. So my name is Lizanne, as I said before, it's spelt L-Y-S-A-N-N-E and it's pronounced Liz-Anne. Um, A lot of people get the pronunciation wrong because of how it's spelled and I totally get that. So uh, I do correct people quite a lot. My family is me and my husband, Neil, and our two children, Dexter and Trixie. I met Neil in 2012 when we were both living in Brighton. And three years later, we were married and Dexter arrived the following May. And that was in 2016. And then Trixie came along in 2018. Before I had Dexter, I was a teacher for eight years. I taught drama at secondary school level, um, 11 to 18 year olds. So I did key stage three GCSE and A level. I was also a visiting examiner for AQA, which I loved because it meant I got paid to go visit other schools and help the teachers mark their students. So I got to sit and watch their performances and I loved doing that role, it was great. Then I had Dexter and the school I was teaching at was over an hour away from where Neil and I live in Worthing and I knew that when Dexter was born I didn't want to have an hour commute either with him to a nursery up near my school or I would be an hour away from him if he was ill and needed me for whatever reason. We decided together that I would resign from my teaching post at that school because I also didn't know if I wanted to go back into teaching, if I wanted to be a full-time stay-at-home parent or whether I wanted to do a bit of part-time. And the way that maternity pay works in the UK is that you receive your statutory maternity pay and then your employer can top this up if they want to, to whatever levels they wish. However, at the end of your maternity leave, if you don't go back to work, you have to pay your employer back the top up money they gave you. So we made the decision for me to resign so that I wouldn't have to pay back any money that I may have been given if I chose not to go back. The plan was then that I would see how I did being a full time stay at home parent um, to a newborn. And then if I decided I did want to return to teaching that I would uh, sign up with some agencies and do cover work in the local area to get to know the schools in the area. Um, And then hopefully that would then eventually lead on to a job. Um, But it would also give me the flexibility um, around having a baby to be able to be with him if I needed to be. However, like a lot of teachers, (laughs) once I got out of the teaching game, I realized 
how much of my life it had taken up and I wasn't prepared to re-enter that situation now that I was a mother. However, being a full-time stay-at-home parent, um, and I did have postnatal depression and postnatal anxiety uh, when I became a new mother, I realised I also couldn't be a full-time stay-at-home parent and I didn't know what else I could do. We started carrying Dexter when he was 10 days old and uh, one of our best friends had recommended the local sling library to us um, to get the consultant round so that we could try options with her. She came round when Dexter was 10 days old, the lovely, wonderful Jess, she's brilliant. And uh, we ended up choosing a stretchy wrap sling uh, to carry him in and we loved it. Uh, we used it all the time. Um, it helped with my postnatal depression. It helped with my postnatal anxiety. Um, it helped when breastfeeding didn't work for out, didn't work out for me. And um, it was my lifeline. Um, it's what got me through, and I got absolutely hooked. So when Jess announced when Dexter was five months old that she was looking to sell on the business, well, it was a hobby for her. She was a full time midwife at the local hospital at the time, and. Um, she did the sling library as a little hobby um, just to help people in the area because there was no other support in Worthing. I suddenly realised that this was it. This was what I wanted to do. Um, have you ever had an epiphany? It was like that, a proper full-on epiphany that I just knew in my soul that this is what I was meant to do. We bought the slings. I started running the business. That was November 2016. And it's gone from strength to strength. Um, I am so, so proud of what I have achieved in this time. Um, it'll be four years this November. The business has grown and it's become something huge. I've rebranded as Mother Rucker from Worthing Sling Library. I have my own purpose-built studio and I've got an amazing group of volunteers who are just so lovely and uh, we have our little village as well that we like to chat to. I've got a really lovely online space and yeah, it's just... I just can't believe this is my job and this is what I get to do for a living. Help parents cuddle their babies more and their big kids. Don't forget the big kids. I'll also be asking my guests what their favourite carrier is for personal use. And it's always going to be a really interesting question because anyone who's hooked on baby wearing, they, they don't just have one sling or carrier. They have quite a lot usually. But there may be one style that they prefer over all the others. For me, it's definitely about stages that my children are in, which depends on which influences my decision as to what my favourite carrier is. So for newborns, you cannot beat a stretchy wrap. And I love, love, love a stretchy wrap for... I loved a stretchy wrap for Dexter when he was new. When Trixie was new, I used the stretchy wrap a little bit, but I mainly used woven wraps because they are the ultimate in comfort and beauty. They are absolutely stunning. They're so, so gorgeous. So either stretchy wraps or woven wraps when they were tiny. When they got a bit bigger and a bit older, I love a buckle carrier for the speed that and the convenience that they offer, especially having two kids. But again, you can't beat a woven wrap for that comfort. So I'd still, yeah, I think, do you know what? Actually, I think my favorite carry is just a woven wrap. I have different slings and things for different purposes, but I think just overall, you cannot beat a woven. There's something so primal about the act of 
wrapping this beautiful fabric around you and binding you and your child together it's just it's so 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 primal in that that closeness and the hormones and the instinct that you have as a parent to hold your baby close and that's what woven wraps are just absolutely sublime at doing they're not for everyone and i'm not here to push you into carrying using carriers that you have no interest in using i didn't start using woven wraps with dexter until he was eight months old and i do love my buckles still for the convenience and the speed that they offer then i'll be inviting my guests to discuss their specialism and when it's the episodes with just me i will have a chosen topic that i'll be talking about for that whole episode when it's my guests, I'll be discussing a specialism that I've specifically invited them on to talk with me about. Today, I'm going to talk with you about the different types of slings and carriers that there are, and when they might be useful for you, and what they really excel at doing. So the first sling that I always start off with introducing is a stretchy wrap. A stretchy wrap is a long piece of fabric which stretches in either one or two directions. So a stretchy wrap, for those of you watching on YouTube, is a long piece of fabric which stretches in either one or two directions, okay? So a two-way stretchy will stretch along the length as well as the width, and a one-way stretchy will only stretch along the width. A one-way stretchy is best suited to tying more like a woven wrap because it's harder to get the slack out. Whereas a two-way stretchy, we have a special way of tying it. Every single brand has their own way of tying it and it's really hard to learn how to do it from paper instructions. So I do always recommend either seeing me in person or online or going to see your local sling librarian or consultant, www.slingpages.co.uk to find your nearest one. And getting hands-on help. That's the same with all carriers actually, but especially with a stretchy wrap because newborn airways need to be protected and a carrying consultant or sling librarian will be able to help you ensure that your baby is safe. So stretchy wraps are wonderful because they most closely recreate what life was like in the womb for baby. So they are warm, they are tight, they are cuddly. They're so, so, so gentle on those new baby bodies and they are wonderfully gentle on the recovering mother's body as well. Even if you've had a C-section, you can carry from as early as you feel able to. And you can feed in them. You can feed in every single sling I have in the library, but you can feed in them. A sling librarian or carrying consultant can help you with that skill if that is something you choose to do. Breast, bottle, chest, tube, SNS, whatever you're using to feed your baby, we can help you if you would like to explore doing that in a sling. Stretchy wraps are also great because you can leave them tied onto your body and you can tuck your baby in and out as you need to throughout the day. Especially handy if you've got more than one child and you don't have the time to keep popping the stretchy on and off your body. You can just do the baby instead. Generally, people move on from stretchies between three to six months if they're a two-way. One-way stretchies can last between six to 12 months. However, if you find tying a stretchy difficult, then a close kaboo might be a nice option for you, which is a two-part stretchy you don't have to learn how to tie on. And they do come in a range of beautiful prints as well and some gorgeous organic cotton fabric. So it's worth exploring that too. I've already mentioned woven wraps earlier, so I'm just gonna cover them again. 
Woven wraps are long pieces of fabric which don't have any stretch in them at all and they are specifically woven for carrying humans, which means they are super, super strong. The brilliant thing about wovens is that there is no minimum and no maximum age or weight limit unless they're made from a specific fabric like muslin that does have an age and weight limit. They can be used for any position on your body, you can feed in them and they look absolutely beautiful. They do have the steepest learning curve but once you've got it they are absolutely sublime and they are beautiful to work with. They're not for everyone of course which is why I have so many options available in my library. Woven wraps can also be made into ring slings and these are long pieces of woven wrap fabric usually about two meters which have two rings sewn into one end. You use these rings as your tightening mechanism to keep the ring sling on you round your body. You can then wear your baby on your front, on your hip and even sometimes on your back. Although there are better carriers for carrying on your back than a ring sling, but it is absolutely possible in a ring sling. A lot of people find the ring sling easiest to feed in, especially if they're breast or chest feeding, but it's all down to personal preference and what you find easy to use. Ring slings are also amazing for one-year-olds and above because once they're walking and they want up and down all the time, a ring sling is absolutely amazing to leave on you where you can just pop your toddler in and out really, really easily. Typically, there's no age or weight limit for a ring sling either. Again, unless it's made from a fabric like muslin, which does have a weight limit. But if it is especially woven ring sling, then there is no age or weight limit, which means they are great if you've got two older children. For example, my two children at the moment are two and four. And if I know we're not going out very far or for very long, I will just bring one ring sling with me because chances are only one of them are gonna want carrying. I have been caught out before when both of them have wanted carrying and I've only had one sling. It wasn't pretty. The great thing about a ring sling is that I can then use it with either child depending on who wants carrying when. So it gives me that flexibility without needing to carry multiple slings. We also have Maydai carriers, which are made from woven wrap fabric, usually. And they can come either as a full Maydai or as a half buckle or a reverse half buckle. So a Maydai is a panel of woven wrap fabric with four straps coming off of that main panel. The two longer straps are your shoulder straps and they wrap around your torso and under your baby's legs before tying a knot on your back. And the shorter straps are the waistband straps, which obviously tie around your waist. On a half buckle, the waistband straps are replaced by a buckle instead. And a lot of people prefer that to save the confusion of which knot is which on their back when they come to take a modai off. The reverse half buckle means that it is wrap strap waist and the shoulder straps are actually buckles. They're buckle straps. And some people prefer that so it's a bit softer on their waist but they have the security of the buckles on their shoulders. These carriers can be used on your front, on your hip and on your back. And if you have one with really long wrap straps, then you can also experiment with fancy finishes and having loads and loads and loads of fun with that. Our final type of carrier that we typically see here in the UK is a buckled carrier or a soft structured carrier as they are officially known in, in the baby wearing world. And these carriers are what people think of when they think about carrying their baby. They usually haven't heard of any of the other options or ever seen them because SSCs are what is shown mainly on the media. Buckle carriers are very much like jeans. You have to try them on to know whether or not they're gonna fit you. And just because it says on the label that it's your size and just because they fit your friend amazingly does not mean they are gonna fit you in the same way at all. You have to try them on. The subtle differences between everyone's body 
and your baby's body mean that you will feel different when you put it on compared to when your partner or any other caregivers for your child will feel. There are two main types of buckled carrier. There are cross strap carriers and ruck strap carriers. Cross strap carriers mean that the straps cross on your back and ruck strap carriers mean that the straps sit on your back as if you're wearing a rucksack on your front. A lot of carriers are able to do both of these positions, which means if you and your other half prefer different types of straps, then you can try one of those carriers and see what works for you. The tailoring between these different types of carriers is, is as different as the tailoring between pairs of jeans, you know? And that is where the uniqueness of each carrier comes in and that is where a carrying consultant like myself is worth their weight in gold. We know about these carriers, we know what, have wor- what has worked for other people with a similar body shape to yours, which is why we are the best people to come to to try them on and find out what works for you and your body shape. So those are the main different types of carriers that we have in the library. That doesn't cover all the carriers that exist around the world and across completely different cultures. Africa is probably one of the most well-known indigenous carrying nations where they didn't lose their tradition of carrying. We carried here in the UK too, but we lost it with the Industrial Revolution and the World Wars. We lost that hereditary sense. Same, similar way to how we lost our natural breastfeeding community circles. We lost our carrying ability as well. In Africa, they never lost their carrying tradition and their heritage, and it is still the main way of transporting your baby. The tradition that we've all seen with African carrying is to wear the baby low on the back in a kanga-style carrier. However, that's mainly common in West Africa, so countries like Nigeria. However, in Eastern Africa, in countries like Kenya, it's a lot more popular to use the same type of fabric. However, it's used tied at the shoulder instead and this is called a lesso. South America, you have the manta, which is used mainly in Peru, and that is a high shoulder carrier. It's a square piece of fabric which is folded into a triangle, and that is used over the shoulders. Very, very similar to the Mexican rebozo, which a lot of people will have heard of as well. However, traditionally in Mexico, people also tie a specific kind of knot and wear their baby on their hip with their rebozo fabric as well. In Japan, you also have the onbohimo, which is a waistless uh, strapped carrier, sometimes seen with rings. Sometimes the fabric is just wrapped around the child. Some, and in the West, we've also um, adapted them to use buckles as well. So you might see quite a lot of buckle onbohimos. These are back carriers and are really, really comfy despite the fact they have no waistband. Other slings, you also have the padegi, um, which you can, which is found traditionally in Korea. Very similar to the Meidai from China and the Onbohimo from Japan in that it is a panel of fabric, but this one only has two straps, which you wrap around your torso and then wrap around your child to keep them safe. The main panel just tucks under their bum to hold them up and keep them safe in that way. Carrying itself has been part of the human race for before history even began. A recent study I've read hypothesizes that slings and carriers, which would have been made of animal skins and things like that, were actually invented around the same time that the human race invented tools for cutting out of stones and things like that. And that carrying has been around that long and that slings had as great of an impact on human evolution as the invention of tools did. They proposed that by using a sling, because the mother's hands were now free 
and she could be mobile whilst also carrying her child meant that we were able to track bigger herds for hunting. It meant that the mothers were able to forage a lot more efficiently because they had their child attached to their body. So they didn't have to abandon them in a cave uh, where they would cry, but we'll get onto that in another episode. They didn't have to have their arms taken up so they couldn't do any of that. It meant that they could go out and do things and keep their lives ticking over. Because of this increase in food and in resources and in what we were able to obtain for themselves, it meant that we were able to take that next leap with our evolutionary brain development to get us on that step to becoming who we are today. It's a really interesting read um, and I'll find a link for it if you wanted to find out more. In essence, though, what I want you to take away from listening to this podcast is that to carry is to be human. We are a carrying species. I will cover this in later episodes. But we are mammals. Mammals carry their babies. We are meant to carry ours. A sling just gives us our hands back. You've been listening to the Mother Rucker podcast with me, Lizanne Skinner. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok at Mother Rucker UK and on YouTube. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast, please send an email to podcast at motherrucker.co.uk. If you need help with carrying, I am available for online and in-person consultations five days a week. Please go to www.motherrucker.co.uk for more information. Thank you again for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure and I will see you soon. Take care. Bye. Oh, and don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, share, tell your mates, tell everyone on social media, text your mum, you know, whatevs. Just, just get the word out, okay? Thanks, everyone. Bye.